about staying connected, and we speak about staying connected, that means that trying to imagine if we could have. I, I don't know if this experience resonates with you, but for me, my emotional flux, flux is very strongly related to my sense of worth. In the biggest sense, I think when you explore this from angles, but when I'm feeling bad about myself, which I think translates as feeling that I'm not worthy in this situation, so then then it causes a whole array of negative feelings and thoughts and behavioral patterns. And when I'm feeling very worthy and good about myself, so then it gives birth to a whole set of really healthy, positive interactions. And the, the default setting that I seem to be functioning according to is that uh, that, that that's like that that fluctuates you know it's, I've got this 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 ebbing and flowing of my sense of worth and if something happens where I feel like I've done something bad so then my, my sense of worth on one level I feel it's appreciated and I feel oh, I'm not worthy and then I do all these kind of things to try to reestablish worth and a lot of them are just completely counterproductive um, for example trying to show how I'm better than other people. Well, why would I want to do that? If I felt like I was worthy, I'd just be okay. But if I feel that I'm unworthy, I have to keep on showing my worth. But of course, it becomes counterproductive because the more I try to be, try I'm better than other people, there's a plane of realization that I live with, which is, well, that's even more pathetic. So it actually kind of fuels the fire of unworthiness. Now, what would be if we could have an unlimited source, constant consistent and unbridled font of self-worth that would never ever fluctuate and depreciate. Wouldn't that be amazing? So I'm about to introduce you to a model, at least a model. It hasn't been integrated into me, but it's a model and it's so much related to our topic, which is staying connected. Um... I heard this recently, but I thought it was a beautiful way of describing it. There was an actor whose name was Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Yes, Kirk Douglas, famous actor back in the day. Um, he's a kind of a rough, masculine, macho kind of guy. And, um, but also a very talented, super talented, super talented actor. Now, let's talk about the idea of acting. When you act, what's happening? So someone comes up to you and they say, listen, We've got this great show we want to produce. We want you to be this role, this character in the show. And the actor is thinking, okay, let me let me see what the character's about. Let me see if it fits with me. And he like he looks at the script and he gets a sense of the character. He says, Yeah, I could play this character. When he plays the character, what's he trying to do? Well, almost paradoxically, he's trying to do the character, become the character, but he can't become lost in the character. If an actor becomes lost in the character, so he's no longer an actor. He's become, in a way, subsumed by the role. And the, the necessary distance which is required to effectively play his role is diminished because he's over-involved. However, when a good actor plays a role, he knows exactly what he's doing whilst he's doing it, and he realizes, ah, this is the best way to play the role. But when he's 
falls into the role, ironically, it detracts from his power of conveying the essence of what he wants to convey. So he needs to always have this realization in the background that this is just a role, this is a character I'm playing. If he falls into that, so then he's in trouble. So Kirk Douglas, at a certain stage in his career, wanted to flex his creative muscles and play a role other than the macho, strong guy. And he auditioned for the role of Vincent van Gogh in the movie called... Uh, I forgot what it's called. And he, he got the role. And then he got a phone call from his good friend John Wayne. Now John Wayne was an actor back, back, back in the day. I don't think anyone's heard of John Wayne. John Wayne was the epitome of the Western actor. Shmuel, tell us a little bit about John Wayne. Think of like... Who could pull off like a wild, wild west American Texan guy the most? Like that kind of stereotype. Like he was it, man. He was like the ultimate cowboy. Yeah. Like his story. Like he's like his his genre was western movies. Yeah. And like he was like the super cowboy, the fastest draw. He was the cowboy. So when he heard that Kirk had got the role of Vincent, he phoned Kirk up and he said, "Kirk, what's happened to you? You've become a sissy." So Kirk, I never responded or thought, or, but he said, or didn't say or thought, he said, John, you've lost it. You've lost yourself in your role. You've become the character, and you're no longer separate. You get it. So why is this relevant? I don't think any of us, well, at least the majority of us, aren't considering advanced film school training. Some of us are. But not every one of us. So why would we talk about characters and roles and stuff like that? So think about, I don't know if you've ever heard of the expression, oh, of course you've heard of the expression, people go places. And you say, well, why, why are you going there? Or they talk about people who went places like the East or South America or Africa. And you say, what are they doing? Say, well, they're, they're, going, they're going to look for themselves. They're like searching for themselves. So you ask yourself the obvious question, when, when do they get lost? And like, how will they know when they find them? But the expression, when, when, when I say, if I would say to, to, to Simcha Jubila in between his breaks in Chumash, um, <laughs> that I'd say to him, well, when you say that someone's going to look for themselves, do you, would you like be like shocked and bewildered by that use of phrase? You've heard it a lot, meaning you heard a lot, but if you actually stop and think about it for a moment, it's really strange. It's really strange. So I heard the story about this this drunk guy turns up in a in a supermarket and he's got a gun and he says, I'm gonna kill myself, I'm gonna kill myself. And it's pretty scary, the police get caught to the scene. And um, there's actually a very very adept policeman, he says Hi there, buddy, he says, Hi, he says, I'm gonna kill myself. So he says why are you going to kill yourself? So he says, my mama hates me and my papa hates me. I hate me. I'm going to kill myself. So he says, well, what will happen when you kill yourself? He says, then I'll be happy. So he says, who will be happy? You'll be dead. So like he stops and like, you know, you can yeah, computing, you know, like loading. <laughs> Buffering. Buffering. Oh, wow. But... Oh wow! Like you know, like oh oh, ooh, this is problematic. 
is problematic. But Lechayra, what was his Havamina? What was he thinking? He was thinking that he'd kill himself and then he'd be happy because then he'd be alive. But who'd be alive? So, so the, these these are expressions of 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 the complexity of human existence and the elusive I or the elusive self. I'm looking for myself. Who am I? I want to kill myself. I don't want to kill myself. Or I'm going to live even after I kill myself. We need to start to articulate the parameters of maybe a way, a model of our internal world, and then strive for connection if, you, if you're okay with that statistic mm. good okay so like this how about this model how about this model let you go back to the actor and the character model let me ask you do you remember when you were like 15 years old uh, yeah yeah are you the same person as you were when you were 15 years old no no like, do you do the same kind of things as you did then, or are you, like, different? Do you think the same kind of thoughts or different? I don't, I don't think the same kind of thoughts. You probably don't do the same kind of thing. Like, yeah. Okay, so what happened to the 15-year-old? He died. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the fact that he died is not so, so much of a problem, because think about it like this. The 15-year-old was a character you were playing, and then the movie ended. So that's okay. Because when you're an actor, this is the most amazing thing. Imagine you go audition for a role. Shmuel goes to audition for a role. He's going to be starring as Rambo in Rambo 62. <laughs> Jokes. Rambo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rambo's still like within the... You are joking. That's amazing. They actually... There's a new Rambo. Rambo... 63 already. Yeah, Pashtas. Right? So, so Rambo is like the ultimate like macho soldier movie yeah. so, so Shmerel's getting he's auditioning for the role of Rambo I think <laughs> couldn't think of a better person to <laughs> <laughs> 75 year old Sylvester Stallone 75 year old Sylvester Stallone he's in his 70s right? yeah, he's, 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 there's another like, part yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sly, Sly is just our man right he just, he, he, he just gets strong as he gets older <laughs> So, 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 like when I think of Sly, I think of you. I think like there's so much that you guys have in common, um, limbs, and <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. so, so you you're, you're teaching for this role, and like they they like they playing the role, and like this is going to be like the, the last of the Rambo series, and the reason why it's going to be the last of the Rambo series is because. Just like in the, the second to last scene of the movie, Rambo dies. And so you, you like go for the role and then like the, you read the plot and you go, no, no, I can't play this role. Director well, why not? So because in, like, in the last, second last scene, he dies. So the director okay. So he says, well, I don't want to die. So the director says, no, no, you're not dying. Your character's dying. <laughs> You're not dying, your character's dying. So Zetisk had this character, it was called 15-year-old Zetisk. A.K.A. a hot mess. A hot mess. They called him <laughs> hot mess on steroids. Okay. So, so, so when you were playing that character, you recognized that there's an expiry date when the character pretty much 
needs to needs to leave the scene. No, his 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 role has come to an end. So it's okay. Well, I'm going to play a new role now, and then you you find a new role to play. And throughout life, we play different roles. And the truth is, even at any given point in a particular time of life, we're also playing multiple characters, theoretically, or the same character but functioning very differently in different roles. You know, when when it's my friend, when it's my parents, when it's my students, when it's my colleagues, when it's my the different roles that we play. What would be the the deepest tragedy if the person would start to do fall into the trap that John Wayne fell into, which was you mistake your character for yourself and you think the character is you. And if you think the character is you, so then you lose that ability to be effective in your role and you, you become lost. And then you have to go looking for yourself because you're lost. But what are the other kind of consequences of being lost in your character? Well, what happens is when people critique your character, you take it personally because you think they're critiquing you. So when they critique your character and they say, you know, you're already, you're already playing a bad role. Or you, you, you do, no, they won't say that. They'll say, you know, you're really selfish. So now, when you're in, when, when the, this is the character you're playing, you think, oh, wow, I'm really not playing this character well. I better like, figure out how I can adjust it. But when you become lost in the character and someone tells you you're selfish, so then you're going to get really deeply hurt because someone has made a personal attack against you. Okay, so one second. So let's just do a bit of a rewind. So one second. So, okay, so I'm looking for myself. And I'm playing characters, and I must be that I'm playing characters because at every point in my life, there's really, I behave differently, I think differently, I am different. So you can't say that I was a 15-year-old because he's gone. And I know that the person I am right now will not be in 10 years' time. So then, who am I? Well, the answer is, you are the self that manifests in the character, but isn't the character. The self is just like, in our analogy, the actor that's playing the role. The character is in the movie, but the self leaves the movie scene, and he has an independent existence. He's not the character. He's the person playing their role. Similarly, in my life, I'm not the actor in my life, the character in my life. I'm the thing behind it. So who's the thing behind it? What is that thing behind it? Yes, Dovi. So I think like at different times, different stages of your life, you put in like a, like a facade that this is who we are and that changes at different stages or is it more that we are the same person that we're born with we just develop well let's 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 see if you can clarify this model and then we'll perhaps have a way of answering that question okay there's still um, have parts of you that even if you aren't the same person that you were when you're 15 there's still are parts of you that, that are that are the same or similar or other parts that just change form right, so this is complex right it's not so straightforward so we're going to we're going, to, we're going to work it through, hopefully. But really, the point that we've said so far is we could theoretically, on a very basic level, on a very binary level, distinguish between 
the self and the role, the self and the character. Yeah. Or let's call it the self and me. Me is the character in the moment, and the self is the the background, the the inner consciousness of being. So let me speak more about the self. Yes? Um, the self, we know the self is not the character because when you are it, you can't think about it. You can only think within it. So can I think about the role I'm playing? So we're right, right now in this moment. Can I think about the way I am talking? Yes. Can I think about the way I'm thinking? Yes. Can I think about the way I'm feeling? Yes. So who's the person who's thinking about the way I'm thinking, speaking, and feeling? Well, that's the self. So now, can the self theoretically play this differently? Sure, he can. Change tone of voice, pitch, and tempo. Introduce the pause. You can do a lot, the self. Wow. Okay, so the self is there, and the character's there, and the self really is the controlling factor in the character, but this is a problem. Characters can be very seductive, and you can lose yourself in that role, and then you forget that the self exists, and then you lose the connection. We're speaking about staying connected. What are we staying connected to? We want to stay connected to the self. And what is the self? So we can call the self consciousness, or if we're Jewish, we'll call the self neshama. We'll call it that there's a part of us which is indestructible. And there's a part of us which is above and beyond. There's a part of us which is eternal. And just like, you know, the actor may die in the movie, but that doesn't mean that he dies in real life. So your character can die, but yourself can never die because it's real. We are real, which is really comforting to know that no one in this room is ever going to die. So like if you like making decisions, like like what you said, you can change your temper, you can change this, you can change like, I mean, there's like the, there's like the actor within the role, and the actor can make the decisions that the like your body would be the role, and you can make the decision which your body would do. So your like, can you? Would you say your decisions are made by like influenced by your neshama? Is that yourself? Toby. In order to to develop a full understanding of this idea, yeah. it's going to take patience. Yeah. Pa- patience means that we slowly, you know, imagine like you'd be building a building, okay. and then you do the foundations. And then you go over to the board and you say, so what do you think about the life fittings? The board says, I don't know, I'm just digging the foundations. Let me see, you know, worry about the life fittings later. Just trying to, we're trying to, this is, this is like, this is the, the, this is the question we need to ask ourselves, right? Who are we? What are we doing? And how do we deal with that? Because that's the underlying notion of we want to be connected, but what do we want to be connected to? So ultimately we want to be connected to Hashem, but how are we connected to Hashem? Where's the interface? So we can't connect to Hashem by holding on to Him because it's not physical. So our physical senses aren't going to help with that. So what is, what is that, that, that interactive medium? Where's, where's the, the interface? 
So maybe the interface is a self, and then, okay, well, how does it respond to this character? So I'm starting off just by making that distinction, to know that there are, before we get into the details, there are fundamentally two parts. We'll call the one part my character, and we'll call the other part myself. And the difference between the character and the self is the character, he's the guy that's on the scene in my life acting. And the self is the guy who's behind the scenes watching the act take place, listening to the words, understanding the feelings. So the self is not the actor. The self is behind the actor. Just like the actor in the real movie is behind the character. He's aware of what the character is doing. He's doing the right things, but he, he's like doing it deliberately. He's doing it consciously consciously he's not doing it because when there's a scene he knows that he's actually reading a script he's not actually responding to the words that that person's saying he's reading the script that he was given so there's a consciousness to his living when he gets lost in the role so then he's no longer conscious of the distinction between the character and the actor is this resonating with anyone good Okay. So now. Good. So that already is a major shift in perception. I want you to just see if I can hammer it home practically. So right now, my character, right now in this moment, my character is a teaching character. I'm here and I'm teaching or learning together with you. And um, let me think about my character for a moment. So is my character... Is my character being effective? Is my character doing a good job now? So well, how do I evaluate that? So what, what is this character? What kind of part is he meant to be playing? Well, he's meant to be engaging. Looks around, gets eye contact and attempts engagement. Tonal variation, a little bit of drama. Um, content hopefully is engaging enough to maintain an ongoing connection between me and, and you guys in the room. And then another thing that, that this character called the teacher wants to do is share with you something which is valuable and would be helpful for you in your lives. So I'm thinking to myself as I playing this character, well, is this notion, ironically, of character and self a valuable lesson that needs to be learned? And I think it is, because I think many people can ironically live a lifetime as a character and not recognize that there's also a self. So imagine you're in a movie. Uh, isn't there that, that movie about the, the guy who's in the movie and doesn't know he's in the movie? Yeah, Harry... Truman Show. Truman Show. The Truman Show, right? Oh, the Truman Show, where, where you don't know you're the actor in the movie, so you just like... Everyone else knows, you don't know. <coughs> so imagine if you, you don't know this distinction. So I think this, this, is, this is like pretty valuable. And the amazing thing is, I think it's easy to connect to. Because I think we can access self pretty simply. And the way we access self is just by asking ourselves questions. For example, any of us can ask ourselves right now in this room, ask yourself, how am I sitting? And in order to answer that question, what you have to do is you have to go above yourself and look down from below at your body position. Because you need an awareness of where your limbs are. And you can't see all your limbs at the same time. So you actually have to step out of your body and extrapolate from your pro-priori sense. That's, yeah. How do you say that? Pro-priorception. Pro-priori. Don't I say it? It's hard to say for me. Um, 
and hey, peripheral perception. No, it's, it's called proprioception, something like that. It's, it's, it's the, the, the body's awareness of its movement. Like the, the way you can catch a, bo- a ball is not a visual. It's like your your propriety sense makes a series of calculations that will allow you to move to the place where the ball is going to land. Or try this: fixate on a position, a room ten ten feet away, close your eyes and walk there. Well, how do you know which direction you're going in? Yeah. You're not using your eyes, so it means that there's other senses which give you a sense of where you are located in a in, yeah. a, in a space. That's called, I think, proprioception. Um, so now I'm going to say to you, well, how am I feeling right now? Um, so again, I'm going to have to go above my emotions and think about what kind of emotions. Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I angry? Am I irritated? And to answer the question, I'm not inside the character, I'm on top of the character. And then I can ask myself the following question. What am I thinking about right now? And I have an answer, which means I can even be behind my thoughts. Well, if I can be behind my thoughts, and I can be behind my feelings, and be behind the words and actions that I do, well then, I can't only be them. Ah, oh, so now I've been able to step out of the character and see the character and see me. Is, is, is the test? Are you are you getting this at all, or not at all? For the last thirty seconds, I've been distracted by that little thing outside making noise. A but, gigantic, huge steamroller. But, but since before that, I have been focused. How did you know that you were being distracted by the garbage truck outside? Because I saw it picking up the bin and it was very loud. That's not how you know you were distracted. That's what you did. No, I was distracted because that's what I was focused on. How did you know that's what you are focused on? Because hmm. I just know. Because there's a part of you that sees what you're doing. That's not... That's not the, the part that looked at the garbage truck doesn't know you're distracted. You're just looking at the garbage truck. The part that was aware of you being distracted, that's the self. And the part that got distracted, that's the character. Oh. Right? So once you access yourself, then you can be connected to something above because you, you can't connect to Hashem or other people through the character. Because the character is finite and locked into the moment. and But you can connect to Hashem and to other people through the self. So the character isn't even real. The character is not real. The characters, that, that's why characters can come and go. The self is the only thing that's real. Does this connect back to the Kainish Amashina So you'd have to say that the Kainish Amashina Sata B means. You've, the, the character is speaking in that brocha. You've put a neshama inside of me, my experience. Not, it's not the neshama speaking. Oh, so basically, like, the whole day in our whole lives, we're just like, playing different characters in our lives. Is there anybody who's like their actual self? Excellent question. Excellent question. So now, if I've got the self and I've got this character, and the, the, all the self is doing is like just watching the character, so then, then what is that? Like, what is that? Is it what's the relationship between the two? And like, that doesn't make any difference, you know. Well, let's say the character I'm playing now is like I'm playing now the, the angry, immature, fifty-two-year-old. 
It's like my role I'm playing now. So how does that, that feel? Well, it's just my role I'm playing. Like, is there any relevance to the kind of role I'm playing? Like, what about choice and decision and, and good and bad? So we haven't done any of that yet, right? We're patient. We're patient. You know, what character? And, and, and really, maybe, does the self have a particular preference to the kind of character that he'll get to become manifest in the world? So they say, how does yourself feel about the fact that you got distracted by the garbage truck? Is that, is that like, you know, is that the character you want to be? Do you want to be a different character? And what is that all about? So I think we'll, we'll, we'll stop here because I feel that that's a great, a great next stage of our Staying Connected series.